This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, electrical contractors, I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb contractor better. It's a very good afternoon, a morning, evening, and welcome to the Reds Report. It's a start of a new season and powered by Best of Barnsley. This is the Reds Report with myself, Carlo, Steve, and of course, our good friend from the Tigers blog, Ian, is here as well. Gents, how are we doing? Ian, you first. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having us on again. Ah, listen, part of the furniture almost, aren't you? Now, <laughs> you know, you know all the way. And and we always value. Listen, there's lots of blogs and everybody out there. Everybody does their own thing, but I always they're just good reads. And we'll talk a little bit later. But I like the fact that you're getting some younger ones coming through as well, and 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 you know, letting them join in with the blogs. Uh, yeah. The Jack Hall wrote one, uh, really, really good. And yes. um, also newly married. Hey, <laughs> but, but it's not changed him yet. <laughs> Steve Andrews, have, Steve, how I'll are you? tell you what, mate. It, it must have changed me because, according to my wife, and I can say that now, uh, I've been right twice this week, and it's only Tuesday. Well, I tell what you, can I say? Don't forget my wedding gift for you. For five seconds, you had the upper hand, didn't you? That's that's you know. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> um, lads, uh, new season. Um, well, it's it's coming, isn't it? Away Plymouth on Saturday. So let's have a little sort of discussion about pre-season. Now, it's not about results. But I think for Barnsley, given the disastrous uh, season last season, it was more looking at uh, the new head coach, some of the new signings. And what have you made of it, Ian? You know, you, people could say mixed results, but it's not about results. But what first impression have you got of Michael Duff and what he's trying to achieve with the squad that he's got at the moment? Um, I, I would say that we're uh, we're going to be hard to beat, I think, first and foremost. I think... Um, <clears throat> I know he said pre-season is all about getting fit and not necessarily about performances, which I get. But I think you look at the goals conceded uh, over the last couple of weeks, um, and I would say you look at 
didn't concede against Forest, only one against Sheffield United. Uh, I know it was a young team that went to Harrogate, but I think I think we're going to be tough to beat. And I, I know we'll move on to this about the season and stuff. Obviously, the issues are probably more up the further end of the pitch. But I, I think we'll be, he wants us to be the fittest, sweat on the shirt, and I think we'll be tough to beat. What were your impressions um, for the Sheffield United match, uh, Steve? Did you, um, when he talks about sweat on the shirt, did, 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 did you see, I know it was only a friendly, but it was a South Yorkshire derby, that's a bit of spice. What were, what were your impressions? Well, I've got to be honest. Um, when I was watching them warm up at the beginning, um, you could see that it was, it seemed to be to me, a lot more organised. Michael Duff had got the defenders on one side. Devaney had got some of the midfield and strikers in the centre of the pitch. Uh, Patterson had got the other midfielders and what have you. Other, and they were all doing different drills. It looked a lot more organised. Um, so that that's obviously a good thing. I thought the game against United, first half, you know, we, we played some nice football. But I think, again, we... we we didn't create a great deal. Um, and I still think on that performance, and like, like Ian says, we're going to talk about it a little later, um, we didn't really show sort of anything up front until such as Norwood and, and Marsh came on. Cole ran about and for me did not do a great deal. Atchison, again, uh, I know he's a young lad, uh, same as Marsh's. But apart from his goal, which, which which were just a gift, it were really really lucky. Nice finish, but um, other than that, I think that's the part that we might struggle with, unless we can get another one or two strikers in. Yeah, the, obviously transfer season still open, and we we all expect probably more outgoings, but incomings as well. Um, if if you had to sort of sum up the the identity or what 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 you thought of the the you know the 11 on the pitchy and how how would you you said hard to beat um is is that what about what about up front because obviously he's tried different different strikers what if 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 another club came to you say what you know what have you made of Barnsley how would you describe him what what would you say is is there a high intensity again like on the Vell or is is that not as obvious maybe or um i would i would probably just elude to the so I think it's still a work in progress, isn't it? it it's, yeah. He's going to need a couple of transfer windows, or certainly, I mean, we, you never know with the January windows are a bit, they're a bit odd then. But certainly another summer one, and it is a work in progress. And I think the, the key word is going to be patience, and I think also realism. And again, we'll probably touch on it when we talk about expectations for the season. Um, <clears throat> I would just say we are a work, we are a, a, a build, a rebuild. You, you've, you've got to be as much as. We knew quite a lot were going to go, and I've been impressed with how we've worked the free market, and I think we'll dip into the low market. Um, but I, these players have still got to settle, haven't they? They've got to settle yeah. privately. They've got to settle and get used to Duff. Duff's got to settle. And I think they've done really well so far. I've got nothing but praise for Duff. But I, if an opposition fan said to me, where are we? I would say we're still a very much a rebuild job. There's another good few weeks of the transfer window to go. Anything can happen in that. I think we're a couple of one good striker, maybe two away from probably having a great, well, say a great season, a, bit, a good season. Um, but I think we need to be patient and a bit of realism. Really, it's still we're not we're not way near the finished article ready for for Saturday, are we? 
No. I think I think they do look, even just watching a couple of games, they are starting to look fitter now than they were for me last season. Mm. Um, even Styles were putting himself about a bit on Saturday. Josh Benson probably had best game I've seen him have since he joined. To be honest, and it were it were a peach of a free kick. Yeah. Um, but I've got to say that Luca Connell, for me. Um, he put himself about, he got tackles in, he looked a real live wire, and I think that's something that we, we, we need to we need to look after, which obviously we will. Um but I think there's a lot of highlights to look forward to. But yeah, like Ian says, it's the patience part of it. It's no good getting carried away and thinking, Oh yeah, we're gonna be you know, we're pushing we're gonna be pushing for promotion. Duff needs to be given time, he needs to be given help. I'm not saying he needs to be given money, but he needs to be given support for what he wants to do. Because I think he is the man. He is the man that can take us back where we should be. When, when you say he needs support, um, could could we see the board's um, stance on some of the key players, i.e. Helic Styles? They, they are still at the club at this moment in time. We know bids have been turned down. Is, is that surprising in a way? Because we know there's a shortfall we need to make up. Out so far, uh, Vita, although that was alone, uh, Ginado, Schmidt, Christy Davies, Britton, Woodrow, Miller, Adebayejo, Apohalme, Romal Palmer, Carlton Morris. Some are maybe, you could say, were probably fringe players that, you know, didn't feature every match, such as Adebayejo, Miller, who we hardly saw. Um, Carlton Morris was a surprise to most, especially with Woodrow as well, because they were the main strikers. How surprised are we that Helic and Styles are actually still at the club? And do any of you have a uh, any inkling that actually they they may well be here till, you know, maybe the January transfer window? Or are we just waiting for one bit that's better than the previous one and, and they will be gone. What's, what's your thoughts, Ian? Mm. Uh, I've got a funny feel. I, I think they'll be gone. Don't get me wrong. They'll be gone yep. by the end of the month. Um, I just wonder, see, Morris and Woodrow will probably be uh, starters at Luton. They've already started in pre-season. I wonder, with the clubs that have been looking at Styles and Hellick, or certainly Styles, are they actually going to be first-teamers? And I wonder whether the reason why a deal's not been done is because these clubs that are looking at Styles, for instance, have probably got a couple of irons in the fire. And if he if he's talking of going to a club that's going to be in the Premier League, I wonder if he play every start every week. I mean, he's, he's he's okay, but he's not. I don't think he's that level. So I wondered whether it's because other clubs have got deals pending and they'll wait till um, they're ready then to go for for Helic and Styles. I don't know what Steve thinks, but I I just think the others have. have some were obvious ones because they're fringe players, and Morris and Woodrow are always going to play every week for Luton. Whereas I don't know whether Styles and Hellick would play, or certainly Styles would play every week for, um, I don't know, Fulham or a Forest or uh, some of the sides that they were rumoured with. Yeah, I, I can't see. I'll be honest. I can't see any uh, lower Premiership sides because let's face it, nobody else is going to go in for them. No. You'd think it'd probably be a championship side. I know Lech Poznan's been rumoured for, for Hellick, but they're quite a decent side. So, yeah, maybe we, we know Hellick wants to to keep his place in Poland's side and Styles obviously wants to keep his place for Hungary. Uh, I think I read something on Twitter today, whether it's right, whether it's not, uh, about Ishmael uh, wanting Styles at Besiktas. 
Well, whether there's any legs on that, who knows? But again, even if he went to some a team like that, like Ian says, he's not going to walk straight into team. Neither of them, to be honest, because let's face it, they're basing, they're basing it on their performances last season. So, you know, if you're going to be brutally honest, Helic is a good centre-half, but if you watched him last season, would he walk straight into your side if you were a championship side, lower premiership or a, a Polish first division side? He wouldn't, would he? So maybe that's something that they're sort of having to think about because, you know, do they want to play football? Because they're going to get more chance again in the national sides if they're playing than getting in the national sides if they sat on bench at a slightly higher club. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the players that have come in, so McCarthy, Cundy, Cadden, Searle, Connell, Norwood, all three transfers. So in a way, when we talk about balancing the books, do we feel then that with the sale of um, Morris, the sale of Woodrow, Britain, are we over halfway to that figure that we need to reach? Because if, if if we're talking about, let's say, six million that we need to make up, Morris, I mean, it's always undisclosed, but what's the going rate for somebody like Morris? He, he, you know, we know he had his injuries, but we also know he scores goals. Um, between Morris, Woodrow and, and, and Britain, are we making a dent in that six million, lads? I, I think so. I think I'd heard... Um... Or oh, there's something on online that said Morris was 1.8 million. Yeah, I've got the same figure in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Britain one and a half? I mean, crack you snatched their hands off with that. Um, and then Woodrow, probably, I don't know, maybe just under a million or something. But certainly the high earners have gone off the wage bill as well. Yeah, uh, with those two. Uh, so I, I do think they've made a decent dent. Um, and you could argue that maybe only Helic or Styles could go then don't need both of them to go but i think probably the players because they are internationals now their heads are turned and they are planning on a future away from oakwell but yeah i think we've i think from a balancing books point of view the club have done very well that they've uh, they've they've been able to sell some of the players but also work that free market really really well i mean to get people like kundi and cadden and norwood in when we know other clubs Championship clubs were interested in some of them. I mean, Norwood's come out today and said somebody was ringing him when he was on his way to yeah, his medical. On his way to the medical, wasn't he? He had to put yeah. a So we've done well. And, and with the manager, you know, he was interviewed for Blackpool, allegedly. And um, we've done well to get most of our top targets and get them for free as well. Who, from what you've seen, Steve, uh, you know, McCarthy, Cundy, Cadence, probably not seen so, Connell, Norwood, Who's excited you the most from what you've seen? And I know, you know, it, it, it's pre-season friendly, so they might not actually go in 100%, but is there any that you think that's going to be, you know, because as fans, you, you realise that pretty quickly, don't you? Like, oh, yes, he's really yeah. took to it. Or... I think I think Connell's exciting everybody, to be honest, from his performances. Uh, he's obviously at, at his attitude. is uh, definitely a battler. Um, but I've got to say, from from Saturday's game, when Norwood came on, uh, I mean, all right, he came on for the last 20, 25 minutes, and he was he was sprinting after ball, he was closing players down. I I felt that he did more in that last twenty minutes than other two strikers had, had done combined uh, at the beginning of the game. But you just saw 
he just strikes me as that sort of player that he will run through a brick wall to get to that ball. Whether it's, you know, there's going to be some cards this season, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Whether they're going to be yellow or whether they might be a different colour. But that guy, what, is he 31? Is 31. he 30, 31? Yeah. 31. He, he looked mobile. Um, I'm sure he'll not be match fit as yet. Um, but he looked mobile, he looked hungry. You listen to him uh, on website, that interview he's done, you know, he'd be happy to be here, really wants to get stuck in. And you can see he's that sort of player that I think the fans will take to straight away. That first game, when he puts centre-half in bottom at stand or something like that, which you know for a fact he will, every, he's yeah. going to get biggest cheer at day. And yeah. that's the sort of player that we've lacked that battling centre forward that is not scared to put his head where it hurts and and start, you know, what is it, dark arts? We like dark arts, don't we? <laughs> so let's uh, let's have a bit of that. What, if, if we're talking about Norwood maybe being one of those main strikers, I mean, we don't know what the, what the plans are. What type of striker are we then looking for, uh, Steve, first then, to, to, to complement that? Because we've seen Marsh, you know, in bits, and he's a, he's a young lad, you know. Is he going to be... 90 minutes from week one, probably not. I would presume that the loan market or, or whatever, but another striker will need to come in. What what sort of striker are you looking for if you're looking for somebody to complement somebody like James Norwood? You know what? I think we say, I think we have this this conversation probably every season and you, you read it on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, we need this big target man, Kiefer Moore-esque, Trevor Aylott-esque, that sort of player. Um, I think Norwood actually now would be that player that can hold the ball up. Do you know what? To get a striker in now, whether we get one or we get two, I just want to see somebody with a bit of quality, a bit of skill on the ball. Maybe somebody that can take, you know, take players on. I'd like to see a bit of pace because I think we've we've lacked pace up front for for two or three. See, you know, you can say however good Woodrow or Morris were. They were never what I would call a proper pacey striker. And I'd just like to see somebody that when we do knock it long, and let's face it, we we can knock it long at times, I'd like to see somebody that actually got a chance of catching it and not somebody that's, you know, after three yards they're going to give over because, you know, for a fact they're not going to get there. So I'd, I'd just like to see a bit, of, a, a bit more quality up front, that's all. And I'm not bothered whether it's six foot six, four foot six or whatever. Um, just somebody with some skills. Ian, um, Devante Coles played in, in, in bits and bats and scored some goals. Is, you know, League One, is, is, is he a regular starter for you? No. Move on then now. Nothing to see here. Um, <laughs> no, I'd, I'd, I'd love him to come good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, I don't want to batter players before they've even started, but I just think. He's, you look at his record, I think the most he got in a season at Motherwell was 11. I just, he's a, he's a bit like another big victory. He'll try and he'll run, but then, this, it, it, like Steve says, we need somebody with a bit of quality. If that ball falls in the box, you yeah. want somebody who's quickly going to get on the end of that and bury it because we've we've been shot shy last, certainly last season. And there were, there were times when we did open teams up and Britain had missed some two yards out or at the end of that, was it the Reading game? And 
just we just want somebody with that little bit of class who can um react quicker and i just think cole isn't that man i really don't i think um i hope he proves me wrong but i don't think he will how old's robbie fowler these days <laughs> but that that type of player though when he was in his prime yeah. he, would, he would not let the defense settle for a minute and he'd be That's chirping nice. in the rear and he'd be he'd be like a jack-in-the-box he'd never stop and and then you so you look then at a midfielder that can put put a ball through and he's on it in a flash That's uh, it. i mean yes at league one level how many of them about and and they don't come cheap sometimes but i agree norwood could be the big presence and you get a another guy who's the who's the speed merchant yeah of of the players that have gone uh, and granted some were fringe players are there any that you're going to say that's a big miss morris i think mm. i know well, i know he was a bit injury prone yeah but i thought he would have got us 15 to 20 goals next season i really do i think his, his attitude when he come back from injury last season uh he could make things happen i th of all the ones because let's face it britain couldn't cross his legs last season hey yeah. but then, yeah, <laughs> nick, i think i think that from you i'll say nothing <laughs> there's a but, copyright on that you know that don't you <laughs> but then his first game for blackburn i saw he put a peach of a ball in for a goal in the pre-season friendly at weekend and i was like where's that come from um but i think of all of them that's gone i would probably say morris i was really disappointed uh to see go i'd, I'd like to have kept him what about you steve anybody you're going to miss george miller big vic Romel Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. You know what? Um, I do agree with you to a certain extent. However, it's 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 a funny old game, isn't it, football? <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to miss any of them. I'll be quite honest. I'm not because I think, yeah, Morris was probably out of all of them. What, you know, would, would you have kept him? If you could have done, yeah, but he's gone. And I think we sometimes spend too much time looking at what we've not got. I mean, how long did it take us to get over the fact that Moyt had gone? And how many times did we say, oh, you know, we've missed him, we've missed him? Yeah, we did, but he's gone. It's finished, we. Um, and I think, I think there is good strikers, good players to be had. And it seems that now that the board structure's changed, we are, like you say, you, you look at what we brought in um, and maybe it is the right time to be bringing in, you know, free free signings. Nicky Cadden, look at that. He's, he's a, you know, from what they've said, he's going to be a really top player and he's come to us on a free. Now, that, that to me says that whatever they're doing behind the scenes, Duff, uh, whoever else is involved in the transfers, you know, Khaled or whatever, there must be putting across a really good picture for these players to turn around and say, yeah, I'll sign for you. You know, for Norwood to keep driving up M1 um, for him to come. So yeah. we must be putting it across that Barnsley is the place to be. So, no, I don't, I'm not going to miss any of them because I want to see new faces. I want to see new players. I think just on that, on that point, Stephen, I think you're right. I think they are very good at selling it, but I don't... They're not selling a duff. Well, 
not not <laughs> but you know what I, mean? I do think we've got the right people in in the right place i was talking to ian just before you joined the call and i i rolled for one of the prediction leagues or whatever it was and um, the the um paul conway oil tanker of doom <laughs> seems to have turned around a bit and it normally yeah. takes some time but i think the signings i think i think you Genuinely, as a Barnsley fan, you should be excited about. I think there is some. There's a real good mix of people that are on there on the up, and this is maybe that that middle step in there. You know, they'll probably go further than Barnsley, but they need to be here first for a bit. Players like James Norwood at 31 to sign somebody that's got the proven experience, which we've been shouting for for forever, and. Fans seem to be listened to. I know we had a bit of an issue with the shirts and everything else. I'm not going to ask you for the uh, opinions of the away shirts because I think it's absolutely brilliant. And um, let's look at the season then. Let's look ahead. Realistic expectation. I know this is different because every fan feels different and, and wants more. Um, in between the, we'll get relegated again and announce promotion. Where do you sit, Ian? As we sit here now with the squad that we've got, I would say we are one or two strikers short. And I would say somewhere just outside the playoffs, seventh to ninth. I think we'll, we'll um, I think Duff's, I'm really pleased with what I've seen and heard with Duff. And I think we're on the right track. If we end up getting, and there is time yet to get an, an, another striker in. I think we could then push for the playoffs. But as as we look to start on Saturday, I would say we might just be in that group that push for the playoffs but don't quite make it. Yeah, but we're not fighting relegation. Oh no, 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 Steve. No, <laughs> no, I, I agree. I agree with Ian. There's, I, I can't unless unless a meteoritics oak well this weekend. I just can't see any sort of relegation battle. I really can't because I just don't think Duff would allow it at all. Um, but I think it is a rebuilding job. It is going to take time for players to settle. And dependent on what strikers like Ian says he brings in, whether it's, you know, lower league, unknown, premiership that are not going to get a game on loan, something like that, you know, we know that's the players that we need. However, even if we got... I don't know, whatever whatever striker you wanted or whatever player you wanted, I still think you'll be looking mid-table, mid um, you know. Yeah, roughly. I, I, I don't think it'll be a playoffs, and I don't think we'll be near playoffs, to be quite honest. I'd like to think we would be, but I don't want to set that bar that high. I'd, I'd be quite happy with an 8, 9, 10, 11, somewhere around about there, because it is a rebuilding job. Yeah, I think when you look at also, I'm I'm also like a bit wary that Kane's injured. Jordan Williams is not match fit properly yet, and he's coming back yeah. from that bad injury, and he is a bit injury prone as well. And then you know, it's uh, Duff's come out and said Norwood is about three or four weeks away as well. I think yeah. we've got to have, I think, supporters. Let's not hit that big red panic button on Saturday tea time if we get beat at Plymouth because there's oh, no. five other matches to go. And I think we could potentially start the season. So I might be wrong, and I hope, we're not, I hope I am wrong. I hope we get that new manager bounce. But with, when you look at some key players there, we've not got a massive depth at the minute because they're going to ele elevate some of the under-23s. And that's why I'm a little bit cautious that it could be like a, a ninth, potentially, um, because Kane's a, a bit off. Norwood's... Hopefully, Norwood will be 
fully fit in time to score the winner at Ipswich against his old side at the end of August. <laughs> what, yeah. Yeah. weeks away. So I think we've just got to be a bit cautious of that as well. I think the thing with Kane, though, as well, we've yet to see anything that, that Kane can do. Let's be honest. Yeah. When he was here, didn't do much. Went to Oxford and apparently had a cracking season. Fair mm. enough. He's come back. Uh, I watched him against Crew. I think it were Crew that they had on training pitch at back. And again, it, it were only a friendly, so you can't really go much on it. And there were quite a lot of players that played that day that were all much of a muchness and not particularly very good. But again, it's it's just a, a friendly on a practice pitch. For me, Kane is not one of the first starting midfielders. I would have Matty Wolf in before I had Kane in, to be quite honest. Um, and that's going on what he did last season in a bad side. Yeah. And what yeah. I think he's, he's got the potential to do. For me, Kane would be, I don't know, maybe third, fourth choice for midfield for me. I mean, potentially, Benson has the season that we hope he does it. That'll be like a new signing, won't it? Yeah, of course it will. Of course and it will. I, I have to say, I mean, I, I agree with you both. And in, in one of the things I had to write, I, I wrote that we're going to finish ninth. And you know what? I'd be happy with that. My my biggest positive is the manager and what I've seen. Well, I, yeah, I just feel that I, I look at the players yeah. that have come and I just feel that he'll make them better players. And I'm not saying they're not good enough now because someone, but I think he is. His man management skill just seemed to be on point. And I think we've been let down by the previous two appointments exactly in that. Yes. Who might have been tactically really good, but could never get the best out of players. And we might not have the best players in this league. But if you've got a manager that can get your players playing at 100% every week, that puts you up there then, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, just to finish off then, um, what are you looking most forward to, Ian? Is it a specific match? Just um, the atmosphere? Uh, the, the entrance music, whether that be <laughs> ACDC, Top Gun, or you know, Time Rider, is, is, is what as, as, as the season starts on Saturday, what is the one thing that you say, I can't wait for that? I think I'd like to start seeing us banging some goals in and winning some football matches. And I know that sounds probably a bit daft, but after last season and how bad it was. I want it would be great to come on like these podcasts or, or do some writing and say um, we saw some good football and we, we've seen some good results. We know we're not going to win every game, but I, I'm just looking forward to seeing a bit of momentum because last season was just horrendous, wasn't it? And I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to us finally gelling under Duff um, and, and just seeing us, just seeing some decent football for once, play some decent yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think that's 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 no that's same for me. I totally agree. Um, I think results will come through through Duff and through good football again. Um, all right, nobody likes to lose. We know that, but there's a there, there is a manner in losing, and up to now we've not seen it for a couple of seasons really. Um, if we can see some quality, if we can see a you know an identity, I want to see an identity again. Yeah. That oh yeah, it's Barnsley. They're hard to beat because they play like this, and the you know they do this, do they do that? Duff's you know Duff's got them doing all these sort of things. I just want to see some quality, like you say, quality football. I want to come away from Oakwell and say, you know what, they played really well today, mm, and they yeah. played some nice stuff, yeah. and they played some good football, 
and that is win, lose, or draw. I'll be quite honest. Of course, I want them to win. Of course, I do. But I want to see some quality now. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's it, 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 it's two parts for me. I think um, the identity is really, really important. And, and uh, being aware that it is a work in progress. Um, it's people knowing the roles, you know. Um, I think last year, too often, um, lack of leadership. I want to see leadership back on the pitch. I mean, we've not talked about captain. It looks like that might well be Anderson. I know, Steve, that makes you probably... You I'd, know, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love it to be Anderson. I think he's the one player, we've said it before, that has come on leaps and bounds over the last couple of seasons. He's settled in. He knows club. He's got an absolutely fantastic attitude. You listen to him speak, what have you. Uh, and I, I don't think there's anybody that would be better, yeah. even if Alex stops. And I know people say, well, Alex should be captain. No, not for me. Anderson is a man for me. Yeah. And I think if people know the roles, if the if the head coach can get the best out of them and people know the roles, I watched an interview on Sunday on Dutch TV with the Dutch women's manager. Obviously, me and Steve went to uh, Rotherham on Saturday night and we watched them lose. And he, he what he said was, we always knew France were going to be really, really good. We know they were going to create opportunities. So we needed people on the line. We needed people almost like behind the goalie to, to try and stop. And Adam Oxley said to me after, are you enjoying it? I said, that's good. And he says, you should be 7-0 down. And <laughs> the manager said, that was the first aim. Get in there and, you know, let, let them come. Know your roles. I think too often last season, we, we lacked identity, we lacked spirit, we lacked any, not effort, because I think some people did put effort in, but I cannot wait to see what he can do with these players that he's obviously had a, a you know a big influence in, in bringing to the club. Um, don't get me wrong, a lot of people saying, oh, it's only League One. If you look at what Derby are spending, I mean, that's a whole different podcast, but if you look at what Derby are spending on, on players, there is some big teams out there that, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be a really good measure. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait. Um, don't let whatever the result will be on Saturday, as Ian says, dictate how you feel about the season. This is still a work in progress. You know, Helican styles might play and they might be gone for the next match because we don't know, do we? Um, but just stick with them. I think the board have been really good in listening and acknowledging fans, which has been missing for a while as well. So, yeah, all the signs are that the uh, the good times are coming back to Oakwell off the pitch and hopefully on the pitch as well. Ian, thank you very, very much for joining us. You're very welcome. Steve, again, thank you very, very much for joining us. Not a problem, mate. Chippy tea now. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, powered by Best of Barnsley, you've been listening to the Reds Report. Until next week, thank you very much for listening. At the Home Depot, when you buy select RYOBI tools, you'll get an extra RYOBI OnePlus battery for free. Now you can give a gift that not only keeps on giving, but also keeps your favorite tools going. So whether your holidays sound like this, or this, we have the gifts to make your holiday magic. Plus, get free delivery on over 2 million eligible items from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network. <laughs> 